I want to take a minute to tell everyone about the app that helps make this show possible. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Most importantly, it's free. I always got to lead with that. If you're new to podcasting and feel a little intimidated by the whole process, Anchor doesn't charge you a dime to set up an account, so it's a great app to use while you get your feet wet. You also don't have to be an audio engineer to produce your own show. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your own phone, tablet, or computer. You can do it anywhere. You can do it in your bedroom, fit into your closet if you can, go into a garage. You don't always have to have a fancy studio to uh, make a podcast happen. You really just need something you're passionate about and a chance to click record. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Music, Spreaker, Overcast, and many other platforms. You don't have to go log into each account and submit an RSS feed. Anchor takes care of that for you. Not only is Anchor free, but you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I've been doing this show for 10 months and I've already been able to quit full time at my day job and just work part time. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one easy to use place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Remember, that's Anchor, 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 like from a boat. Hello, and welcome to episode nine of Cake and Conversation. I'm your host, Jay Vite, and this week I produced the show a little differently compared to how I've done it before. If you remember last week, I mentioned how I was dealing with some personal stuff, and after I came out of that fog, I caught like a two-day stomach bug. Last Tuesday, almost immediately after I published my episode with Jacoby, I raced to the bathroom, spent the better part of the rest of the night in there. I mention this because I normally have my episodes lined up at least a week in advance, and I usually have more than that recorded all at once. But this week, it took me a little longer to put everything together. I again bounced around with the idea of just not doing one right away and then just have to keep talking myself out of it. Like, no, you're going to put something out. Just it'll work out. Just figure it out. (laughs) My guest this week is an old buddy from my high school days, musician Tim Branch. He was originally supposed to be my second guest because I recorded with him on the same night after I recorded with Eddie. So it was going to be the third episode, the second guest Tim was going to be on. He was nice enough to invite me over to his house. But unfortunately, at the time, I forgot to connect to the Wi-Fi. (laughs) So while we talked for like a solid 20 minutes or so, None of it would save, and it was lost forever in audio purgatory. In the long run, I think it all worked out perfectly because the first time we sat down, we were both a lot more nervous and inexperienced with what we were trying to do. I was still just figuring it out on the fly. Uh, We met up at his house again this time in the garage, and while I made sure the laptop was connected and fully functioning, this time the dessert was the issue. Tim prefers cheesecake, and last time I brought him some gas station cheesecake from Bucky's because I was improvising that night. This time I tried stepping my game up and went to H-E-B because they're consistent as far as options go. I still haven't gotten a hold of any bakers yet, which is 
obviously largely my own fault. But I grabbed a strawberry cheesecake that for some reason I assumed was ready to serve. And then I made my way out to Tim's place. By the time we settled into the garage and set up to record, I go to take a bite out of the cheesecake and my plastic fork shattered upon contact with the still frozen dessert. So on the bright side, Tim's wife and sister were still finishing cooking anyway. So this meant that the cheesecake could be saved for later and potentially enjoyed by more people than it was intended for. Tim's grandfather and father both played guitar around him a lot growing up. And although he preferred the drums as a kid, he finally started to gravitate towards the guitar in his early 20s. He has an outlaw country vibe to his playing style, but he'll be the first to tell you that it stands for more than just the stereotype of partying, drugs, and rambling ways. Experiencing the feeling of being a father himself, Tim's learned a lot about priorities and also what it takes to balance his free spirit with a sense of structure. My brother and I got to stop by and see Tim play this past Saturday night out at Wine Review, and I was able to spur the moment, use my phone to record a little bit of him playing. You'll be able to hear some of what I recorded at the end of this episode, so make sure to stick around. Tim and I have both been super busy lately. We've been trying to line up this new interview for the last couple weeks, but I mean, he works a lot. I work a lot. His wife's super pregnant, but we were able to get this conversation in with perfect timing for this week's episode. And I can't thank his family enough for letting me borrow him for about a half hour. He's a really good guy and a man living his dream, and he's working every day to expand on that dream. So I hope you all enjoy. Here's this week's guest, musician Tim Branch. Yeah, so I got the cheesecake from H-E-B, knew it was cold, didn't know it was frozen. So my boy Tim here deserves cheesecake, and he won't get to eat it till later. <laughs> so we'll just be talking this time. But how you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. Doing good. I just saw you play a show, what was that, two nights ago? Three nights ago? Was it? I don't even know what date it is. Tuesday, so it must have been Saturday night. Saturday night, yes. Played again. It was a lot of fun. I actually have some of the songs recorded. I recorded off my phone, so I'll be able to play those later in the episode. It's my first time doing that. So um, when did you start? You started playing. I know you just kind of you play for fun. Obviously, you started as a teenager, as a little kid, picked up a guitar or what? Right. Um, <clears throat> well, I grew up, my grandpa was playing. I mean, he used to play old gospel music, you know, at the fairgrounds and stuff like that. And my dad got in the gym and he got more into the rock and roll phase of Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top and Allman Brothers. So I was always around that more than anything. And then, of course, I went my little route and got into Sublime and, you know, found my stuff. 90s alternative. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was in a bush and Nirvana and all that. And then I found, uh, I don't know, around, wasn't that long ago, to be honest with you, maybe six years ago, seven years ago. So in your early 20s? Yeah. I found, uh, yeah, about around that time, I found uh, Hank Williams Third and Shooter Jennings and the new era of country coming out. Even though I still love, you know, the old stuff, classic, you know, George Jones and all that. I found the little more rowdy people that were coming up. They were close to our age. They were jamming out. So that kind of pushed me and got me to really start doing it more. And, yeah, I started off in the old, when I was in the oil field. And I played at a bar for a free beer the whole time and one uh, plate of food. Nice. That's how I started off. Never asked for money. I was too scared. You're getting free beer and free food. That's better than most people playing, especially yeah. that never played before, and they just start getting into it. You're not Definitely. getting anything. Sometimes you might even have to pay. Definitely. Maybe to show up. You're like, free beer? Give me a guitar. Yeah. And, and I mean, if they charged me for the beer, 
I got paid very good for those shows. For the good. shows. Uh, yeah, I, I take down a lot of beer. So you said your grandfather did gospel music. Was he kind of bummed out with your dad for going into, well, I guess, rock at the time? No, I don't think he was ever issue. bummed out, but you can say they didn't agree on the same music. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I, th- I think it all, he kind of went with it. And then uh, before my grandpa passed, you know, I'd go over there and play guitar and I'd bust out some Charlie Daniels or something for him, you know, and. He's always, you know, he's, he got rough towards the end, but he'd still be sitting there and I could see his feet rocking in the chair, you know, I was, that, that just made my heart, you know, full right there seeing that. So, yeah, that was always a good feeling. That was a way you guys could always relate. Yeah. Always been music. The, the country, the style you prefer is outlaw country. Correct. Then, instead of and like this pop country. that Exactly. Exactly. And then a lot of people want to say outlaw because, you know, they're robbing banks, they're doing drugs and drinking even though a lot of them do that, it's more um, it's more like uh, you're doing what the industry don't want you to do. You're not doing the pop stuff. Yeah. You're writing songs about real life, love, and drinking and drugs. Sometimes involved. A lot yeah. of times, you know, so it turns into that. But not all of them. You know, there's there's a lot of good uh, artists out there that are coming up and really great people. It's like. Um could be similar to blues, but instead of being a little more sad, it's got more of a twang to it. I guess even if it's sad, it's got a little more right. Yeah, exactly, different sound. Mm-hmm. You also do the harmonica. Yeah, you just kind of picked that up as you went. Yeah, not that long ago, actually. Uh, That's insane to me. They yeah, just kind of have a knack for it. I guess people. I mean, obviously, people have different knacks for different things. They can just pick it up. Yeah, I, I wouldn't or, say I got the knack for it yet, but I'm I'm working on it, and I got to where I can do. Uh, a couple of Ryan Bingham covers and a Whiskey Myers cover with harmonica. Feels good, I'll tell you that. It yeah. does feel good doing it if I don't screw it up. You know. Would you say, like, growing up, was it easy for you to focus on one thing at a time? Or were you a little ADHD? Or? Well, I started off in fifth grade on the drums, and that stuck with just the drums. My dad always wanted me to learn guitar, and I always said, no, that's for old people. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't for me. That's what my grandpa did, you know, and this and that. That's not for me. Y'all can do that old people stuff. And man, I tell you what, I should regret that. I wish I would have started back then. You know, I mean, I'm making my path now. I'm trying, but oh, if I would have started earlier, I felt like I've been a lot better off right now. Yeah, but you wouldn't have the same story behind it. Though. Exactly, you might not have the motivation. You could have resented it back then if you had started it then. True. It felt more like a job. True. Right, right now, right. you got a full time day job, right. wife, a kid, another baby that could pop at any second. Right. And you got to still find time. Hey, Saturday night, we're going out, baby. We're not going to watch live music. I'm going to be live music. Yes, it is fun. It, it's a rush. It's fun. I, I've slowly lost the stage fright. You know, yeah. that, that's kind of gone away. I'm starting to have a confidence. So comfortable, right, if anything. Because yeah, you're still going to get butterflies, I'm guessing, right oh, before yeah. you start. It's always. I tell people it's the like the five minutes right before you start. You almost want to talk yourself out of doing it, maybe. It actually is just like that. Right. Maybe even more than five minutes. But, uh, yeah, I'll get off work on a Friday if I got to play a Friday night. And I'm kind of bad about it. And the, the wife will tell you the same. I get uh, not angry, but uh, frustrated real easy. I'm getting all my stuff ready for the show before we leave. And, and everything kind of makes me, you know, mad for a second. Anything wrong? Anything going wrong? Where's all my equipment? Where's... Uh, whatever you want to call that, I'm, I got to be there, you know, and gotta, I want everything to be right when I go. Right, perfectionist a little yeah, bit. Yeah, detail oriented in that aspect. At least. Yeah, constantly watching the clock before I get there. I want to be there early. Let's get there early and set up. Does it ever work? No. Right. I, I show up at the bar. I start playing right when I get there because that's when my time starts, you know. But I, man, would I love to get there an hour early and hang out with friends and this and that? But nope. Time, I guess, always late. 
running a but, little late. Yeah, always run a little late, but I make it to the show for sure. How often do you get to go out and play at venues? Um, I try to, um, well, with the day job and then with the family, we do things, you know, we can here and there. But uh, for the most part, whenever people ask if I'm available, I'm there. Uh, I don't do it every weekend. I, I used to push it harder, but now I like to enjoy myself a little bit, you yeah, know. So you don't get burnt out. Yeah, exactly. Cause for a while, I was playing somewhere in Lake Jackson. I was there for like every week, every weekend, you know, I was the house band, which was fun, you know. It got to meet a lot of people. A lot of people heard me, you know, so that was kind of cool. But it's nice now. It's just every once in a while I'll go somewhere and have some fun. Yeah. And then also you get the private events or weddings or this and that. People ask you for it, and that's always a that's always something fun to do. Do you prefer private events over going to uh, like a bar? Man, that's a that's a hard choice. That's a man. I I probably have to say the bars if anything. Yeah. I think so. I, yeah, I'd have to say the bars. There's different. Re- there's better things in both areas, you know. Or you know. Either way, I, I like the the parties are fun. Hey, that's a hard choice. I can't yeah. make that's hard. You might feel more at home at bars because that's where you used to go and drink yourself. Right so now, you're just playing for the buddies you used to drink with, so yeah. to speak. For yeah. a private event, might be a little more pressure because they specifically those people hired you. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. actually yeah. There is a lot more pressure because I played at that New Year's party not so long ago, and uh, yeah, it, it's a little harder when uh, even though I like the listening room type venues where people you know just sit there and actually want to just listen to you which is what an artist wants you know so i'll get there eventually a little bit better when i start writing more songs but i like it when everybody's loud and yeah. running around you know i mean you got a lot of people listening here and there but some private events you know it's crickets for a second you better do good don't they're, mess up they're focused on you yeah the private yeah. events before you hit a bar there's gonna be people talking about conversation right you're not you're not as nervous but, yeah but it's fun Um, God, I completely just drew a blank for a second. <laughs> Another thing, too, real quick. His wife is pregnant. She could pop at any moment. So I'm almost hoping we get breaking news yeah. on the show. It'd be <laughs> yeah. pretty cool if we had to end this thing early because yeah. of that. Well, um, you can just keep recording. You'll jump in the back seat. Yeah, let's do a live record. <laughs> when yeah. you uh, So you were starting to play before you had your first kid. How did having the first kid kind of change things for you as a musician? It... Uh, more discipline for sure. I didn't get to, I stopped staying out. I've actually calmed down a lot lately due to the second one even coming now. But um, yeah, usually when I do shows, I'd stay after the show. Yeah. You know, and that, that, that was wrong on my part too. She was at the house, you know, and this and that. And she didn't mind at first, but now that the kids are getting involved, and you got to be a little be bit a little more, more strict. <laughs> yeah, a little more strict, a little bit more responsibility. So yeah, I'm getting that to work out. But yeah, that's definitely took taking its toll. Made me a better man, I'll tell you that. Yeah. You know, as we grow up. Yeah. I'm growing up, I'm trying, but yeah, as we grow up, you know, I'm finding out what uh I guess what do you want to call it? But a good dad is supposed to be, you know. I can't yeah. I ain't honking tonking near as much. I ain't staying out. You're not a rambling man as much. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know when I was getting to turn thirty, I kind of embraced it because I mean your twenties are fun and it's fun being a rambling man and getting around and being young. But after a while it's like, man, I just want to nap. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. take a nap, please. Yeah, when you start hitting your thirties, you're not a kid anymore. Yeah. It's like what do you want for Father's Day? I want some peace and quiet. Yeah. Give me thirty minutes alone in a dark room. <laughs> yeah. Now I get now I get in trouble when I take take naps. Yeah. So you were saying earlier how you started to do some original music. I know right now you do a lot of covers. How many original songs do you have? I have two. And they, I, I, they're both kind of new. One, I started writing. I've kind of held on to it for a while. I started writing it like uh, 
I don't know, a couple months ago, then just let it sit on the shelf, didn't mess with it, and uh, got back to it, and uh, yeah, I finally finished that one not too long ago, and I've actually played that with uh, my brother on the drums, we played that at Wine Review this past oh, weekend. Oh, so you played it, you did yeah. play it Saturday? Yes, After we did, yeah, it was towards the end of the show. Damn, I left too early. Yeah, yeah it was good, it was the first one I've written, I've ever played in front of anybody, we busted it out, and it feels real good, uh, it's kind of just a... Uh, more of a rock kind of song than country. Yeah, it's not so much country sound. So um, when you go about writing your own music now that you've done it, did you start with doing like a melody rhythm first, or did you go lyrics first? Lyrics. And I'm still trying to figure that out. To be honest with you, yeah. I don't know. I'm talking to a lot. I've met and talked to a lot of my influences, and uh, I some of your a lot of times I can't remember what they say. One of the, uh, I talked to Jason Eady not so long ago. I'll tell you about that. I saw him in Galveston at the old quarter. And uh, after the show, me and Gabby hung out and talked to him. We got co-pictures, and uh, <clears throat> his wife was really cool. We were having a good time talking, and uh, they asked me, you know, they said, can uh, we all hang out at the tables after everybody left? So it was just a group of us, so I'm feeling kind of cool. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm a Hill didn't pray. Well, I told them, you know, hey, I play at bars down where I'm from, you know, about an hour south of here we play. And so they they said, well, how, how about you get in the circle? We're going to pass the guitar. No. Because wife plays too, you know, she's awesome. Put you but, on the spot. Yeah. So they passed it to uh, her and then and Jason and then me. And then it, it just it just went around like that. And uh, the worst part was I didn't have those songs. Oh, I yeah. didn't have that, you know. So I did a few of my covers, which they knew because they're, they're in my genre of music of people I listen to, you know, they're in my influence. And so they knew the songs I was doing. They really liked it. They were really cool. But uh, Jason finally asked me, he's like, so Tim, I want you to do one that you wrote. And I just kind of smiled and said, man, I, I don't have anything. He's like, no, no, don't bullshit me. Tell me right now. You know, sing it to me. I know you got something. He thought maybe you were just being shy. Yeah, he thought I was being shy. But sure enough, I was a loser. <laughs> no, I'm not a loser. Just You had just started yes. relatively. Right, but. yeah. But compared to, I mean, I can play 40-something, 50-song covers, you know. It's about time I start writing on, you know. And I've been meaning to – I've been telling myself that. And I've been meaning to try. And I just haven't haven't done it until just recently. But before that, I hadn't. So my wife even told him, you know, he, he really don't. So I just did one more cover, and that was pretty much the end of the night right there. We, I mean, we had fun. We all talked, but I, I regret not having a song so much right there. Like, I wish I could have just said, hey, I actually wrote this one. But so that really ate me up. You know, I started a good time. Well, it's a lesson. That's yeah. the whole point. You get to learn the lesson from it, and now you know going in, hey, if that situation arises, you got two. Right. You got options even. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So then that, that happened, and then uh, sure enough, on New Year's Eve, I played it for a private uh, party. We go New Year's party, and uh, I got to um, pretty much open up for Jared Birmingham, who's one of my influences. You know, I got to open up. That's the first time I've ever done that. Oh, so I actually got to play for him at the I mean, it was a private party, but it was really awesome. And uh, so we got, he, he loved Maddie, my daughter, you know, and my wife, and they all talked. And uh, I told him, man, maybe one day I'll get to open up for you in a bar somewhere, you know. And he said, it won't be long. Yeah, you'll, be, cool. you'll be getting to do it for me. And I asked him about songwriting. I said, the, the people that open for you, you know, you got to have all your own songs. Or, and he said, Tim, I'm about to play here for about four hours. You think I'm going to play all my songs? I'm going to play mostly covers. And I'll throw some of mine in there. But there's going to be quite a few covers that I'm going to do, you know. He said, as long as you have a couple, just to throw out there and say, this is me. Yeah. Now back to what we all know. Right. But this is, yeah, but this is a couple I did. He said, just set from there. So Jason Eady and Jerry Birmingham right there set me off to where 
No more bullshitting. It's time yeah, to start yeah, writing. Yeah. It's time to make this for real. Did you ever consider yourself a writer too? Before you even thought about necessarily a musician, would you ever sit down and write poetry? Or? No. See, that's that's also yeah. what gets to me is that my influences, like Tyler Childers and uh, some of these other people I listen to, that they've been doing this since they were like in high school. Yeah, I, never, I, didn't, I didn't even think about that stuff. You know, <laughs> I was riding bikes and, and acting stupid with my friends. I didn't think about writing them. Poetry, yeah. you know, if anything, I've made fun of those kids, yeah. you know, and now I'm looking at it like, damn, I sure wish I was writing poetry in school, you know, but uh, even for yourself, nobody else sees it. It's good form of creative expression to get something out. Exactly. Yeah. And and man, like Childers, his songwriting, Sturgill Simpson, Ryan Bingham, these, these, these guys just, they're, they're the nowadays, you know, Willie Nelson yeah. and they just, they write so good. It's crazy. I found out about Sturgill Simpson because he was on a Rogan podcast because I listened right. to that show. And then that led me to Tyler Childers and Coulter Wall and some of those other guys. Yes. And I realized like I've been missing out. I'm not that, really, I don't listen to a lot of country specifically now. You know, I like the 90s country, 90s rock, 90s rap because we grew up in. But a lot of the country now is just terrible for me. But those guys listen to it again. I'm like, oh man, I can like this style of music, and it sounds good. And you can exactly. jam to it, you know. But yeah, uh, White House Road from Tyler Childers. Yeah. is one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of my twenties. Yeah, I was like, damn, that would have been my anthem if I'd have known about that yeah. song. Exactly. Yeah. Those those people that you just mentioned are my influences. I mean, yeah. I've met culture and everything. And- so all, all those guys are awesome. Sometimes you hear you don't want to meet your heroes. You might be disappointed. You don't have to name any names, but have you met an influence that you were kind of like, oh man, this dude. Uh, um, the way to let you down, really. Like, you know, like I, I, I'd, I'd be honest with you. I, I, I really don't. I really don't think so. I mean, seriously, I've met. I don't know over twenty. Cody Canada was real cool. He was kind of quiet, but it could have been just you know he's from. I mean, I saw him in San Antonio. He's from Cross Canadian Ragweed. Now he's Cody Canada, the departed. But um, he was he was cool. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anything like that. He was kind of quiet. We didn't really. He didn't want to talk that much, but you never know. With you know, you're doing a job, you're working hard that night. You know, you get tired. He could be going through something. Yeah, and so, but he, uh, no, I mean, I can't even say that he was just the one that probably talked less of all of them. That, yeah. You know that, but just about every, I think everybody I've met were really, really good guys. Mm-hmm. Somebody you'd like to be traveling with on tour or something someday. Let's oh, say yeah. you just go get to open. Like, hey, you're gonna open for me on this 16 day tour across maybe it's just Texas or that, whatever starting off. That's know? the goal. That yeah. is the goal, and I, I just gotta keep writing, and I'll get there eventually. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am my own worst critic. I tell you that. But, yeah, we all are for sure. Yeah, but you don't want to sit there and listen to yourself play back at all. Man, I can't even hear my. I can't even stand when I hear my voice. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I even I got a little CD. You know, I got made. I met this guy in San Antonio one time. Went to a studio. And we put like, I don't know, six songs on it. Of course, I wouldn't write until their covers, you know, but it, we just did it for fun. And it's really good, though. I'll be honest with you. It sounds really good. I like the recording, how we did it all. I played I played my drums on it. You know, I do all that. Only thing he did was bass, but I sang guitar and did drums, you know. And uh, but still, when I hear my voice, I'm like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. And I always want I never asked any of my influences that, you know, what do they think when they hear their voice? But I need to remember that and ask them. But yeah, yeah I, I don't question. like it. But I do have fun, and I, I feel confident enough to do it in front of people. Yeah. So that feels good. That's where I get with this. Like, of course, I listen to the episodes back. But once I realize, like, the quality's good enough or, like, I already know where the conversation's going, I can skip ahead at least. I'm like, I'm sitting here listening to myself talk for a whole other <laughs> hour or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's the first thing you got to do is get comfortable with it. Right. Yeah, it took a while to get comfortable. It, it, uh, it, like I said, the butterflies and all that, man, it was. It took a while. Like I said, no oil field, I played for free for a while. Yeah. And then I actually had a friend named Matt 
uh, over uh, in Divine, and I saw that he got paid one time for a show, and I kind of asked him on the side. I was like, "How much?" We played like the same show together that night, you know. And I was just kind of, "I said, you got paid for this," he's like, <laughs> you know. And he's like, yeah. "He was like, yeah, I, I gotta, you gotta know your worth, Tim. I'll never forget him telling me that. You need to know your worth." And from then on, I was like, "Well, start charging people, people I guess." You know, I gotta start getting a little bit of money. I mean, but I have a big heart, and it's hard. I don't like, I don't like asking people for money. Right. I really don't. It's yeah. a balance of I'm just happy to be here, or you know your worth. Yeah, yeah. I like the happy to be here. That's you know, that's, right. I, that's I like just getting out there and having fun. But it does help. I got bills and everything too. You, well, you know, need your wife around to make sure you're collecting. Yeah, and I got kids and everything. So it and it, you know and it, and a lot of uh, practice and effort goes into what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to keep that in mind. I, I, I put new strings on before every show, and if I break one at a show, I'm putting new ones on right there. Uh, when I practice at home. I throw new strings on, you know, and I, I carry my whole PA with speakers and everything around. And I cancel some things so that I can go to a show because yeah. I said I would, you know, so I can't do this at family event. I'm sorry. I got to go get, you know, have some fun and get a little bit of money for it and yeah. throw myself out there. Well, you got respect for the craft then. Exactly. Yeah. That's one thing when Matt told me, you know, you need to know your worth. Tim was saying, are your fingers hurting right now? And we're after a show, you know, I said, yeah. They're a little sore and bruised. You said, well, there you go. Get some you're, compensation for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're putting what you do out there, you know, and people need to, if people want to hear it, they need to show that they want to hear it and support you. Yeah. That's one of the things I was asking somebody I talked to a couple of weeks ago. She does riding. So I downloaded this freelance rider app, but then it says, you know, how much do you want to charge or how much do you expect to make? And I'm like, I don't even know what's a good rate. So I'm sitting there asking her. And right off the bat, she shoots kind of a high number, but she's like, know your worth. And I'm like, you just put that number out and if somebody might be willing to pay it. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. But it's just, you almost got to market yourself. Yeah, true. So, um, and you have a, you recently just started getting music on a Spotify page, correct? Yes, I started that. I haven't been keeping up. I need to get back on it. And then I would like to put those songs on there. I haven't done anything with them except play for Saturday night. I busted that one out. But, and like I said, I got my brother on the drums and we're kind of bust getting it all getting all figured out exactly how I want it to sound because there's still rough drafts, you know, like the you, when you sing it, there's some words that I wrote originally on it that I don't sing. I take that off, and yeah. you know, so I need to rewrite and get it all right. But, yes, I'd like to start the podcast going soon. Um, right now, uh, the wife finally helped me out, and we made a page. The Tim Branch Music is on Facebook. So we finally sent that out, and people are liking that. Yeah, so it's separate from your personal page. Yes. Yeah. I got. Yeah. Now I'm not telling everybody these bars. Like, no, I don't have a page. Just go to Timothy Branch. Just search you know? for me. Yeah. yeah. You'll see all my family pictures constantly, and the wife, you know, tagging me and everything. It's one of my big battles right now too. Is just making sure it looks professional. It's hard because I, I wing a lot of this too. You know. Yeah. But you want to you want to make sure that it looks professional so people respect you and take you serious. Yeah, you know, exactly. So like you said, you're not showing up being like, oh, I don't have any music, but I got a guitar, and we're gonna yeah. Sing. And, that, and that Spotify and all that's something I'm, I really need to get going because I've been I've I've went to a few. I kind of want to venture out a little bit, you know, towards the Pearland area, maybe some bars mm-hmm. in Houston. You know, because I mean, I, all the same people live down here. We kind of you know everybody's seen me and everybody knows all the other musicians that play around here. So. I'd like to venture out and get out, out a, little a little bit. bit. Yeah. yeah. So I went to a couple places in Alvin and uh, I'm looking around Pearland and I went to a couple and they said, well, do you have a CD, you know, or any music, you know, and I, I just got like a short clip on Facebook, but 
So I need to record some stuff for sure, even though it's just videos, yeah. you know. Why don't you tell people to search you on Spotify? That's the easiest one. Because yeah. it's a rec- recognizable name. Anybody can download it on any platform. Right. I know Spotify helps me a lot. So uh, do you have any dates coming out the next couple of weeks specifically? Or are we kind of on hold until this baby comes? I'm pretty much on baby watch right now. This Saturday was pushing it close. Uh, the owner asked me, you sure it's okay? And I said, yeah. well, she'll even come with me. You know, we'll make this one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, right now we're on baby watch. On baby watch. Yes, sir. Holding on to that. I keep hearing the notifications on your phone. I'm like, maybe this is it. But you're not going to get a phone notification. She's going to come no, busting through that door. Yeah, that door's going to come busting open. Yeah. The boy or girl? It is another girl. And your dog's a girl. My dog. <laughs> Surrounded. Yes. I am outnumbered for sure. Maybe having the girls instead of popping out boys helps you to maintain the discipline, though. I think so. Yeah. I think it definitely will. And knowing how I was. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be hard <laughs> yeah but at the same time you got to protect your girls against guys like you or guys how you and that's what i'm saying yeah, that's what i'm saying that's what's making me nervous yeah okay. uh getting to play with your brother is that something you look forward to doing more often does he want to be a little more like you're going to include him more yes uh I've, I've been actually talking to him about it we actually have the family band we call it tim branch the family band you know because my dad plays the lead guitar he can tear up a guitar like nothing and uh, he also sings and does songs with us, you know, so he'll play. And uh, my cousin Mark, he plays bass, and he's killer on the bass, you know. And then I got my brother on the drums. So we all get together, and it works out. But like I said before, you know, everybody's got a day job, so you got to make it work to where everybody can get off on that same day or, you know, however you want to look at it, for practice too and everything. It's just kind of hard. So recently, uh, not too long ago, I went and saw Cody Cannon from Whiskey Myers. He had an acoustic show up in Houston. And uh, it was awesome. It was a uh, he. Had, it was just him, and he had his drummer, and his drummer had his piano with him, and everything else that makes a noise. And I loved it. And I, I told my I told my brother, "This is it." You know, we have the family band here and there when we want to, but me and you are stepping it up. Just so that's why I had him Saturday at the show, and he's really wanting to get down with me, and we're working it out really well. And you can always add other people as you go it doesn't necessarily have to even be family you find other people as dedicated that can dedicate the time that's what it takes right you get the whole team that works together exactly it's fun what's been your what's your least favorite part with the music process the one part that you're just like i can do without this mm. for me with um doing the podcast what i like doing this right here the conversation part and the segment before and the segment to close and I really like writing, so I enjoy the script writing process as well for those uh, segments. The part I hate is the social media aspect. Things maybe that you probably don't like as much either, having to self-promote, having to manage different accounts, make sure you make enough posts, right. doing the Spotify. You know, I still need to sit down at a computer and set up the RSS feed for like SoundCloud right. and other platforms. So, yeah, what would you say, like your least favorite part, though? Yeah, I'd say, I guess, close to the same thing, really. I mean... I don't know. Other than that, it's really a ball. I like yeah. it. I like it all. Even the writing process that you're not necessarily comfortable with, you don't hate it or have disdain for it. No, I'd say that. Uh, I don't want to say this. It's, this is the, the part I hate, but I'm trying to get into writing. I really want to write. Well, when you're at the house with a barking dog <laughs> and kid running around and an awesome wife cooking or doing this and that, when when do you do that? How do you, you know, how minutes? do you find? So I guess it'd be a try to find time to make up my own stuff, you know, but other than that, man, it's all. Maybe you consolidate it with the poop breaks. Yeah. Get your phone out with the poop. Like I got 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let's write some like lines, A, B, A, B. 
yeah. whatever. I'll just take know? a I'll take a spiral to work from now on. Yeah. So <laughs> then, favorite moment? So being up on the stage, obviously performing. Yes, definitely. Yeah. By far, um, the claps and the cheers is you know that's that's when you know you did a good job. Yeah, like I, I don't that. suck. Yes. <laughs> uh, I love even though you know it's covers and all, but I love when I play Childers or something. And, at a bar and you just see everybody sing along or, you know, you get stuff. those goosebumps. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. That's probably the best part is doing a, a good job, you know, cause don't get me wrong. There's times you forget lyrics or chords and it sucks, you know, yeah. when and, you're jamming out and people are jamming with you, sometimes they don't even notice it. A lot that's, of times that's, yeah. that's what everybody says, but the artist knows it, yeah. you know, <laughs> notices your it. Biggest crit- crit- yeah. Yeah. You, you notice it right away and you don't forget that the next, yeah. the next day you're like, damn it. I messed up that one song that I've done a thousand times, yep. you know, and it, but it happens. Off beat for one second. For sure, my favorite part is that it's like that endorphin rush when you're done. Like whenever we're done, like as soon as I hit stop, even on this conversation, you get like that. Oh, it's like it rushes or floods your brain. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Completed. Then, yeah, because then you just want to keep going. Yeah. Right, let's go do two or three more of these things. I bet. Yeah, it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. I really do like it. A little rush. Yeah, a rush. I, I, I mean, it even just, at the beginning of the show, you know, first couple songs, uh I hope, I hope they're all right. I hope this is okay. But you get to grooving before you know it. Find your sweet spot. Yeah, that third song, and you're on. It's mm-hmm. on from there. It's fun. So your Facebook page, Tim Branch. Music. Music. Yeah, just you know, Tim like, Branch Music. Uh, we just started it, what was that, the beginning of this month, maybe? Last month, we just opened, you know, started it. and So I don't know. I'll slowly getting likes, you know, and I'll get out there, and like I said, eventually I'll features to open up for some influences you know and i just gotta get a handful of songs i want to write and uh that's another thing with writing is i really want my songs to be sound different i don't want just the same chords of every other song you know i want right. to try to do those noises on the guitar the little riffs that no one else does or that you know like experiment with yeah like i think like how does culture wall and childers and them just come up with these weird songs like yeah. how do you know to do that on the guitar what made you think of that so i'm working on that for sure with culture specifically, some of the things I've noticed, because he keeps a lot of it really simple with his music, but his timing, it's almost like he doesn't miss time in a bad way, but sometimes he'll go a little bit, he'll hit his words or hit his notes at a certain point that's just a little different. Yeah. You know, I guess it's hard for me to explain because I'm not good with music, but yeah, culture for sure has that sound. Yeah. Plus, he's like 25 and sounds like Johnny Cash. Yeah, I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, like yeah he he's just, got that low voice for sure, and it, and it is real when I talk to him. He talks like that. Yeah, he, he talks like that. He that can bass tell. is insane. It's like smoking marble red cigarettes yeah. all the time or <laughs> yeah. just chewing on gravel. Yeah, and when you talk to him, you don't sound Canadian. I don't know what Canadians sound like, but really? he sounds like, yeah. He sounds you got like, like a southern vibe to him because he's in the western side of Canada. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess so, but he didn't, he didn't sound weird to me. Right. He looks <laughs> like know? a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. A cowboy vibe to him. Well, congratulations again on the family, dude. This is a pretty exciting time for you. Pop out the second kid. That'll probably have you some kind of different energy or inspiration too once you see Definitely. the second kid pop out. Definitely. Who knows? That's something, I, that's something I really want to start doing is writing for the family, you yeah. know, thinking about the family. Well, I'm glad I got to have you on. We actually, for a behind the scenes thing, we recorded this. He was going to be like my third episode. He was the second person I'd sat down with. And the whole time we were recording, I didn't connect to the Wi-Fi. Oh, you're good to go. He's fine. Uh, but didn't connect, connect to the Wi-Fi, so I don't have any of this saved. But this time we got it in. I'm connected. It's recorded. And it's going to come out later tonight. So thanks again, Tim. I appreciate you. Appreciate it, bud. Yes, sir. Thanks again to 
Tim and his wife and family for having me over on kind of short notice, especially when they're expecting to go to the hospital to give birth at any second. I still kind of wish it would have happened while we were talking. I'm not going to keep you guys around much longer, especially because I still want to play that music for you guys at the end. I just want to say thanks for checking out another episode. I'm going to keep trying to put them out every single week. That's the plan. You can find the show on Instagram at cake underscore and underscore conversation. And you can find it on Facebook as well by searching cake and conversation. I still got to get the Twitter thing going, but social media isn't a strong point for me right now. So it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. You can also support the show by clicking the link provided on the episode summary. I have $200 gift cards to give out, one for when I get to 1,000 views, and the other I will give out in a live drawing on March 1st from a list of everyone who supported the show. Next week's show will feature my first photographer. He's been highly recommended by multiple people I've talked to for his eccentric work, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear that episode. In the meantime, send out positive energy and vibes into the universe. Squeeze your loved ones as tight as possible. Take care, everyone. I'm going to end this episode with some live to tape music from Tim Branch.
country music for you gotta have a lot of soul Pass the song down to me And this sure as hell Sounds country baby. If it ain't broke Don't fix it If it ain't Johnny Merle Or Hank Or Waylon Jenny If it ain't got That honky tonk part like old paint chain pad from the start If it ain't broke Don't fix it Yeah, no